This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hello. Well, hey, Slim Jim. Do you want to tell us what's going on in your world? Um, Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, first off, I've been on a little bit of a health kick, I'd say. Um, I've spoken about it. Like the last, well, it's probably since last year. I kind of have been neglecting my. I guess my food and fitness I still go to the gym but I haven't yeah. probably been doing the kind of things I would normally do yeah. um in favor of working <laughs> and yeah. then at Christmas I just ate and drank so much and I literally felt so rubbish mm. and we were talking about holidays and all of this kind of stuff and I said to James I was like you know what if you turned around to me and said we're going to the Maldives tomorrow yeah like mm. you whisked me off I'd say no thanks because I'd be too self-conscious and I've never been like that before Mm -hmm. like I've never I've really never like really cared that much and um he was like well you know you should probably do something about it if you feel like that we can't have you avoiding going on holiday because you don't want to wear a swimsuit yeah that is not that is not okay so anyway weirdly a guy called Sam West reached out to us on Instagram around the same time I was feeling like that and um he is like an online fitness coach um so I don't see him face to face but he plans out um like all my training sessions for me like sort of to keep me on track so I know that I've got to do four sessions a week and I I know, you know, and he'll tell me off if I haven't ticked them off the list. <laughs> and, um, and then he also sends me like some recipe ideas. It's not really like a diet, like I'm not cutting any food groups out or anything like that. It's literally just, this is about the sort of calories that you should be eating in, in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are some good ideas for meals. And then I just kind of try and stick to that. Although he actually says to spread your calories out across a week so that, you know, if, you know, like, if you go out on a Saturday or a Sunday, maybe you'd have saved your calories up a little bit more to have those blowout days if you really want to. Um, so, and it's really working. Does he plan workouts for you as well, or is this just food? No, he plans all the workouts. Okay. So, four workouts a week, and then food, he just kind of gives me like a few tips, not really like, you know, not strict, just flexible like nice meal ideas what sort of training George mostly weight training so doing weight training and then I still do my run I go for a run on a Saturday with a friend when Gigi's doing her ballet um but I'm really enjoying it and 
the first couple of weeks, I hadn't really lost, didn't really lose any weight. I think I was losing like a kilo here and there, which is still great, like obviously. And then this week, I've stepped on the scales, and from the beginning of the three week thing, I've lost seven kilos. And I can't believe it. I'm like, wow. I, haven't, I haven't felt hungry. I haven't felt like I've been completely, you know, like exhausting myself. I've just felt really good. And like, I've got lots more energy and yeah. I'm, I'm really, really proud of you. Well done. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> I think you. it's one of those things that um, people are almost a bit concerned to discuss, you yeah. know, you know, weight loss and toning up. And there's almost a bit of an anti in some areas, I, I yeah. find like to have to open up that conversation, but, yeah. but you're doing it in such a healthy way. You know, you've got a plan in place. You've got somebody helping you out who's qualified to do so. Yeah, you're exactly. It, you're enjoying it. It's not like you're restricting your food. It's not like you're no. overtraining. And and actually, this is more about how you feel rather than how you look. Well, it is. You the word self-conscious. That's exactly. Not, that's not I don't want to be self-conscious on holiday with my no. kids, not enjoying myself mm-hmm. because I feel you know. And I know I, I listen to you know podcasts and all of that. Kind kind of stuff about body positivity and you know there's this whole movement around you don't need to fix your body you need to fix your head mm-hmm. but I'm just not there <laughs> like, no, I'm just not there I'm not there to feel yeah. like if I feel uncomfortable in my body I will change you know I'll do something to change it yeah um so yeah don't, I don't want anyone to listen to this and feel like they have to no, you know, do no, these no, 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 this is just your journey and yeah, it's amazing. Just because I want to feel a bit better about myself. So, well, yeah. we can't wait That's to see <laughs> the before and after photos and we can't oh, wait. <laughs> no, well done, George. Really proud of you. Well done. Well, you oh, sound like you've been doing a lot more you. exercise than I have recently. Yeah, tell us oh, how's your weekend been. Did you? Well, I oh, went yes, for, I saw. Yeah, for the yes. first time mm. in six did months. did 7K, did you do? Or something like that? Yeah, did 7K. First Casual time I've done. 7K when you have run for six months what oh, I don't know how I know I don't you know are. I'll tell you how yeah. I'll tell you how I got lost and it was my, <laughs> it was my first run in my new area and I was like oh I'll just you know I'm not one of those people that I've, I'm on that Strava app but I don't really oh yeah I wouldn't map out a run I'd just go for a run and just like kind of feel it and then before I knew it I was heading off in the wrong direction and I was oh like oh th- this will take me around in a loop in a minute and it just didn't and as I was running further and further away from my home I was thinking fuck I've got to get back here um and that's why it was 7k but it it was lovely to be out and about and actually I've decided Aww. now I'm going to commit to one run a, a week like you said yeah, and then I can nice, do it with all my other training yeah, really nice. yeah yeah because also like I worry about my knees and all that stuff oh yeah so um but you know so that's the difference between you and me like you decided to run home I'd have probably caught call, called an Uber <laughs> If I was lost, I'd be like, oh dear, I should probably get a taxi home. Don't tell your fitness coach that you're saying all this online now, George. Um, Now listen, we're moving uh, away from last week's podcast and we're moving on to this week's podcast. And this week's chat was um, was really lovely and it went off in a a direction that I didn't think it would take. Uh, Some really honest conversation and honest thoughts from today's guest who... um, you know, as I sort of say in my intro, I've actually known her personally for about 10 years. We sort of grew up in the same kind of presenter pool um, at ITV2. And she has gone on to do really incredible things with her business. She's moved into interiors. You know, yeah. she's got her own podcast. She's also a mum to two now. She had them quite close together. And um, yeah, she was just really honest about pregnancy, wasn't she? Yeah, I think it it's really difficult to admit if you don't enjoy pregnancy or sometimes you don't enjoy motherhood. Um, and so 
we're really grateful to our guest for coming on and being so honest because if you're feeling it there's always going to be someone else feeling it too yeah um, and that's why we think it's so important to have these conversations um, to normalize all the feelings absolutely so we're going to get into today's chat georgia who are we chatting to today we are chatting to laura jackson oh it's an exciting one today An old mate of mine who has gone on to absolutely smash life, right? Mum of two. Uh, She's got a new baby and a toddler, I feel. She's also just launched her brand new business online called Glassette. Hopefully I've said that right. Uh, She's got her interior design podcast, So How Do You? Uh, And uh, also, of course, her Channel 4 show as well. Um, It's Laura Jackson. Let's welcome her to the podcast. Yay! (laughs) How are you? Um, I feel like um, we are so, like, we can always answer this more honestly, like, in 2022. I'm exhausted mm. <laughs> but I'm fine I'm great and I'm happy and healthy but I'm tired what, what does life look like for you Laura because I know that you are obviously juggling a million plates so just t- talk us through what like a normal day looks like for you well I'm up every morning at seven with the kids gosh every day really 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 varies which I which I love and I've always wanted that um that kind of like varied lifestyle where I wasn't going to an office from nine to five I just never really liked that so yeah it's it's really really varied get up with the kids have breakfast with the kids um depending on what day it is some days I like like go to the gym and then I usually start work at like nine um although because we've got a smartphone we always start work at seven don't we I know right yeah and then yeah work whatever that is like glass air or meetings or recording or podcasts or whatever it is but it's usually really exciting and I just love all aspects of work um and then yeah dinner dinner with the kids and bed at fall into bed at 10 past (laughs) seven Laura just before we hit record you was telling us that you've got 45 minutes left of work today before you have to go and be with the kids and you actually said that you won't be doing any work because you have a burner phone and I've never heard of anyone doing this but I think it is a genius Genius. idea so just tell us where that came from do you know what it came from ages ago ages and ages and ages ago I did a job with somebody and and they told me that they were like obsessed with their phone um, and they had a second phone so that they weren't updating their social media all the time. Right. And I was, and I, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I do feel like I'm in a, um, I'm not obsessed um, with social media, but I'm obsessed with work because I love my job. So I don't really have any boundaries. Like my work is my life and my life is my work, but I, I really love it, but I, it's not, yeah. I can't live my life like that. It's mad. And I remembered it and I thought, oh, I'm going to get a burner phone. That's a really good idea. And I had one for ages. And um, and I was like, right, I'm going to start using it. And I bought like some like old Nokia phone from um, like eBay for like a fiver. And then my my SIM didn't work with the phone. Right. Really annoying. So then the other, like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, right, I actually need to just figure this out. And I listened to um, a really amazing podcast um, by Stephen Bartlett, you know, Diary of a CEO. Yeah. yeah. He had this incredible episode on distraction. I was like, right, I'm sorting out this burner phone. So I had to buy another phone that was basically 3G because I had a 2G phone. But I got like a, a Nokia 3310. Has it got snake on it? Oh, it's got snake. Yeah. Oh, oh nice. wow. <laughs> well, that's a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> that is a distraction, yes. But um, it's just essentially like, a, it's just not a smartphone. So I, I, it's fine. It's just really easy for somebody to say to you and it's bad habit or 
you know, whatever. But bad habit is someone goes, oh, have you seen this? And you go, yeah. And then you Google it. Then you follow them on Instagram. Then you get distracted. And mm-hmm. then you just down a rabbit yeah. hole of like, I don't know, whatever rabbit hole you're down. And I just, it's not, um, it's at the moment, um, just with everything, you know, life's, you know, there's lots of stuff going on. I, it's just not a good use of my time. It doesn't help my productivity. Is it also to do with the kids though? Because when you take over at 12.30, it's like you put your smartphone down and then you've just, is that is that when you get your burner phone out or do you just leave all your phones alone? No emails, nothing at that point. Yeah, the kids. I'm trying not to be on my phone in front of them. It's really difficult. Phones are a part of our lives. However, you know, the, mm. even before we had mobile phones, we had phones to communicate, yes. the house phone. Um so it's just I just don't want it to like occupy our time that we should be spending that we're spending together. Yeah, it's not. And when I'm with the kids, I really am with the kids. I could do. I really uh, like. I mean, last weekend I didn't even have my phone on me at all, and I just spent the whole weekend with the kids. That's lovely. Yeah, mm. it's really nice, and I think mm. we live in a part of London where we're like we. I bump into people in the park, and I can like walk past people's houses and knock on, and 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 that's really nice. I kind of motherhood isn't about spontaneity, like that's long gone. So having that sort of spontaneity, like knocking on people's door for a cup of tea, yeah. I really quite like that. Yeah, I, I, I'm going out and um, with some friends for tea tonight. And I was like, shall I take my burner phone? And I'm like, oh, God, what if I need to order an Uber? But then I was like, I have gotten a taxi before Uber existed. Yeah. You can put your hand in taxi. London. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Do you know what? I really love it because I find that I get overwhelmed with, like, all of the things that need to be done. And there's loads going on in my head. I'm trying to be a good parent and play with the kids. But equally, then I look that there's other stuff and I might go and try and answer an email. And I tell say this to my husband and he's like, just focus on one thing at a time. And I think having like the burner phone and not having the distraction would help, like mm. does help you do that. Um, and I don't know if it's a, you know, a mum thing, thing. Yeah, or, a fe- you know, thing. or a female thing or what it is, but we just all seem to have like so many tabs open in our heads and we almost need to just break them down. Social media is a killer as well, actually, yeah. I think. It is. I, I'm, I'm quite good on it though, you know, like I don't, I'm... I like, I love it. But if someone said to me, oh, you're not going to have it, my life wouldn't be over. I mean, for work reasons, it would not be great at all. Once you get your head around what social media is and how it works, then you're not as bothered about it. Yeah, Mm. It's not here to serve us. We're not the customer. The advertisers are the customer. So you Mm. just liking things and putting yourself out there is making them money, not you money. Mm. So if you want to look at it from a different kind of, through a different lens, it has... And and I, and I do love it for work, and it's great. For and I'm so lucky. I have amazing community of people, and I, who I really love and respect. I mean, I was like put out there on like my stories, thinking of going skiing. Where should I go? Should I take the kids? And so many people were like, "You're absolutely insane, taking a one and two year old skiing." for these reasons and I was like oh yeah you guys are right I'm not taking the kids I'm going on my own <laughs> yeah I'm off on my own um, let's talk about the kids and let's talk about the age gap I'll take you back to your first pregnancy what were you like as a pregnant woman and did you enjoy it oh I hate being pregnant I think it's just so boring um I just really didn't enjoy it um I'm I'm yeah not at all it's really strange with Sid I really was like pushed against the um, I'm pregnant and you know all of those like I don't know some people like really love it and that's great for them but I just kind of carried on with my life as normal with Sid and just was pregnant as me 
um mm. and kind of like really fought against the whole like I'm becoming a mum or you know yeah. those kind of like things I think I was just like in my head I was ready to have a baby but I don't think I was ready in terms of like I didn't really know how much my life yes. was going to change and I didn't really want it to change in that yeah. way. I didn't enjoy, pre- I wasn't really sick or anything, but I just didn't enjoy being like, pre- I just didn't enjoy being pregnant really. And um, it's like quite, you know, it's exhausting, isn't it really? Such a toll on your body. And with Remy, I didn't enjoy being pregnant, being pregnant with, with him in terms of like, I wasn't like, oh my God, I feel, you know, some people just really enjoy being pregnant basically. Yeah. And yeah. I, I didn't with either but I I took such a different uh, Remy was everything about everything with Remy was just so different to my experience with Sid just everything uh how I approached pregnancy how I um like thought about it was that to do with one and two or do you think that's to do with boy and girl in terms of your actual symptoms or do you think it was because you knew what you were doing because it was the second time round? no no not at all just the way that I approached my pregnancy with Sid I was very much like oh I'm pregnant I'm getting on with my life going to work everything's really busy just crack on worked until like I don't know like a week before she was born just like carried on as like business as usual basically but I was pregnant and with Remy it was COVID and I had this like um the hospital were really hands off um and it was the same hospital where I had Sydney and they were brilliant when I had Sydney but I very much felt the effects of COVID and you know being a second time low-risk pregnancy um meant that I just didn't have any hands-on care and um I felt really anxious going into it. Like I just felt a bit nervous and I think I knew what was coming. It's, you know, ignorance is bliss, isn't it? And I think I was um, just, I felt really nervous and I felt really anxious and I kept trying to tell myself like, it's fine. You're fine. Like, you know, just, just not worrying about it, whatever. But I did, I just felt really, I, I felt really anxious and really nervous and um, it got to the point where I was in Cornwall. I'm also not a nice person when I'm pregnant. I'm just really short. I've got such a short fuse and I get irritable and I'm just like not a great person to be around. And I even, we went on holiday in the August um, before Emmy was born. And I like, said to all my friends, I was like, I'm so sorry. I just feel I'm like, I'm so miserable. I don't know why you all want to be here with me. And oh, like, Laura. So ridiculous. And John's like, you are being a bit of a bit. <laughs> I have to deal with her every day and she is being yeah. an absolute arsehole daily, yeah. And then I was like, right, I've got to do something about feeling like this and feeling anxious and nervous and like, what am I going to do? I have to take, uh, like with everything else, I'm like, I have to take control of it. Like, what can I do to make this better for myself? So... I asked a couple of friends, um, and with Sid, by the way, I did like, I did like a couple of these, um, it wasn't NCT, it was like this, like, it was like going to this woman's house who was like a midwife and like, you know, these like. Yeah, like an antenatal kind of class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, wasn't very invested, like, found it a bit ridiculous. And was when I was in there, I was like, God, this would just make a brilliant TV show. Yes. (laughs) Like, just not invested in my pregnancy, like, whatsoever. Didn't do any, didn't read any books, didn't do hypnobirthing, just like was, just didn't invest in it at all. And with Remy, I was like, right, I need to take this seriously. Like, this is a huge thing that's happening to me. I need to look at this differently. I need to, like, I'm having a baby and there's all these, all this, all these things that I can do to help myself. Um, So I really like, I researched it. I like took it on as a bit of a project and I was like, right. I'm going to speak to all these people who I know um, took 
you know, did all did all the things or whatever the things are that you do, um, like that kind of like worked with their pregnancy instead of me that just like sailed along with it um previously and um uh yeah they they said oh I worked with this amazing woman called um Gallery Mosa and she has this a method called the gentle birth method um she actually doesn't live that far away from you she's like an obstetrician at Whittington Hospital um she's this amazing woman but she loves home birth and 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 works kind of quite holistically Yep. And I just thought, oh, I'm going to go and see her. So I went to see her and she was amazing. And um, I kind of, she does all of this kind of alternative therapy. And I can't remember what any of it is, but um, some of it is like reflexology. And- yeah, we love, ref- yeah. we talk about reflexology a lot on this podcast. That is part of it. She has all of these techniques and it's like really amazing. And she she um, talks about an eating a non-inflammatory diet. During your pregnancy though, Laura, during the pregnancy or after? During my pregnancy, yes. So I went to go and see her. So I think I was like end of August after my like realization of um, it all. Um, so I, uh, August, September, October, November. So yeah, I, was, I saw her for like three for three months basically. So for three months, I ate like a non non inflammatory diet. I hate that word. What does that consist of? Just for people who don't, you know, who haven't heard of that term before. Well, it's basically just not eating anything that's like going to cause your insides any inflammation so that, you know, the, the thought behind it is, is that when you're delivering your baby, like this is just the cleanest, like non-inflammatory place possible so your baby can travel like succinctly right. down. Yeah. Now. yeah, so Harry, Harry Bows and Salt and Vinegar Chris are off the list. It was oh. it's just sadly. Fizzy fangs for me. Fizzy fangs, yeah. Fizzy fangs. Fizzy fangs. It's such a personal journey, isn't it? Like with Sid, like I didn't do any of this and I thought this was just a load of old crock. Like I just, I didn't, I just wasn't, I didn't, I wouldn't have done it basically. Sure. I was just very, very different with, 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 with Remy. I would never have had a home birth either. If someone had said to me, oh, you're going to have a home birth, I'd be like, that's ridiculous. Like I would never have even yeah. thought that. Um, but I just, I don't know what it was, feeling anxious, nervous, COVID, second pregnancy, I don't know, whatever it is. And and I had, um, all my stuff after with Sid was really easy. Like I, 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 like, I didn't, I was really lucky, never suffered from postnatal. And so it's basically no, like no nightshade. So um, peppers and courgettes and tomatoes. Um, and yeah, just eat, just eat, like uh, eating lots of food, but just not eating the crap. Yeah, yeah, basically. And then I like there was quite a lot of like homeopathic ointments, what tablets, whatever that I did. And I, as I was going to see her, the I don't know, I was like, oh God, maybe would I have a home birth? And I was like, I can't believe it. Wow. Thinking. Yeah. And I remember going home and speaking to John. I was like, what What do you think? And he was like, no. <laughs> Definitely not. He was like, what are you on about? He's like, what's happened to you? Who are you? You would never have a home birth. And I was like, yeah, I know, but I don't know. I don't know. I just. And I think because the hand, the hospital was so hands off, like, I mean, I literally had had like one call. I'm not joking. In like six months, it was wild. Um, wow. And then I, I went to go and have an appointment and the midwife would, I just wasn't her fault, but I mean, she just had enough. Like she just mm. had enough, she, like not paid enough, long hours, you know, it's just exhausting the NHS. We just mm. don't look after people. It's just so sad but I just didn't fill me with confidence. And I went to a friend who told me about Gallery and who had a home birth. And she had worked with these amazing midwives called the Forest Midwives. 
And now they used to be on the NHS. They used to be funded by the, the right. hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but because funding's been cut with the NHS, they they were no longer supported by them. And they decided, because they loved it so much, that they wanted to work independently as these um, home birth midwives. And it's very much um, about continuity of care, which, I mean, through you know researching about this when I was pregnant is... A, you know a, a contributing factor to having a, a positive experience right I know people in the room with you having the same midwife throughout your appointments yeah. like this kind of not rocket science but because of how things are and the NHS being stretched this just doesn't happen yeah so I called them up and um I spoke to um this lady called Bex and she was just so nice she was just so lovely and I just felt I'm, I'm I always lead by intuition and I just felt like she was just this really amazing person so Bex and Debs used to come to my house like every week and have appointments and we'd have cups of tea and cake and Sid would like you know try and jump on my belly and was very much a part of the experience and it was just so nice it was just lovely and it really made me feel at ease and they just made like they make you feel really powerful with a like you know you're just another person giving birth. We're here to support you. You can absolutely do this. Yeah. I bought John a book on home birthing and I think he used it as a doorstop, which was obviously reassuring. <laughs> I did all that work in terms of like really looking after myself and my diet, um, going for like regular exercise in terms of like walking and doing yoga um, doing like whatever that like weird vaginal stretches. Um, oh yeah. What's mm-hmm. that called, George? I don't know. Yeah, I we didn't do, do know it. because I had to. Do, oh, the yeah. the perin 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 something massage. massage. I tried to get Dozer to do it, and he was like, "I'm not into this. I don't want to do it." I mean, it's a, you have to get really into it if you do it. Otherwise, it's balloon just a, thing, can't you? Yes. What's it called like Epi something. Epi, <laughs> I can't remember. No, I didn't do the balloon. Did like the stretching thing, and then um, like Gary, like they, you also get this like hot oil to use like a couple of weeks beforehand that basically like I mean goes in your bum. Um, and it's like this warm oil that's like basically like loosens everything up. And wow. I mean, I don't know whether, you know, all of this was like a load of old whatever and, and it was all in my head and it was just the way that I was thinking. But like I had a 40 minute labour like end to end. Snow! We'll be right back after this short break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 
Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? I guess as well, from being so anxious to having a 40-minute labour and feeling really calm, it actually doesn't matter what the process was. Whatever it was, it worked, didn't it? I mean, it it worked. It was 40 minutes, obviously. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wasn't like sitting down and putting the telly on. It was like <laughs> intense as hell, but um, it was a really great, it was a really positive a really positive experience. Can you just so unpick good. what that home birth setup looks like? Because somebody that, I mean, we've never experienced it. I've never seen it. We've only ch- ever chatted. Well, Nadia Zawala told us about hers. But, we, you know, do, where, do you, where do you do it? Do you do it as you give birth on the bed? Do you labour in a pool? What, what what did it look like? I mean, like, I didn't have time to do any of this stuff. So, like, I wasn't eating gluten or wheat or dairy in this, like, non-inflammatory three months of my life, which was very, very painful. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> like, that is dedication to the cause. I'm sorry, yeah. like yeah I eat anything and everything anyway we'd gone to um lunch and it was my due date I'm also kept saying to Debs and and Bex like I I'm not having my baby past the 5th of December like that's just not going to happen um and they were like okay uh I said no I'm just not I like I don't want to have I don't want my son's birthday to bleed into Christmas and they were like (laughs) what are you on about you are <laughs> medical uh, and I was like it's just not going to happen it's just not going to happen and I was like that is like I'm I'm such a like firm believer of the mind I was like nope it's not going to happen past the 5th of December and went out for lunch that mo- on the 5th of December and I was a bit like oh god don't even I don't even think I believe my own hype now it's the 5th of December <laughs> still not here which was my due date and uh, went for lunch and I just thought oh sod it had like Four courses of pasta, two glasses of champagne. (laughs) I literally was just like, really enjoyed myself. I got home and I thought, well, seeing as I've indulged all afternoon, I'm going to indulge all evening. And we ordered like a massive curry from the curry house, even though I'd literally had the most (laughs) food ever. Um, And then um, my sister and my uh, brother-in-law were at the house. My friend had just been over, um, like kind of like, popped over by the door because it was like COVID times and it was all a bit like busy at home and and I was like oh I don't feel very well and John's like I'm not surprised you've eaten more food in one day than most humans eat all week and you've not been eating any of these things and you've had two glasses of champagne so like no wonder you don't feel very well and I was like yeah so I kind of just put it down to that and this was like Strictly was on always vote on Strictly, love it. And now it's like, no, I don't feel good. But you just don't think yeah. that it's happening right. Yeah. Even though you've done it before, it's like kind of crazy. Um, and then, I don't know, I spoke to the midwife and she's like, you sound fine. And I was like, I kind of feel fine, but I just feel a bit funny. Like, and then, and then I was talking to her, I was like, I can't string a sentence together. She was like, okay, well, let's just keep an eye on you. I'd go and run a bath or something, go and sit in the bath. So, I went upstairs and got in the bath and my sister came with me. Oh my, she's such a wally. She was like, do you want me to read a chapter of this book to you? And I was like, no, I don't want you to read a book to me. I was really <laughs> grouchy. Poor my sister, who's the best ever. Oh. And then I really felt my contract. Like, and then I was like, oh my God, I think I'm, I think this is, I think I'm in, I don't know, something's happening. I said to John, could you call them again? I, th- I think it's happening. And then they were like, oh, maybe we'll start filling up the pool. But like, you know, they were just like obviously downstairs chatting, not filling up the pool. Right. Um, and uh, and then I got out of the bath and it was just like, oh, my God. Intense. Straight away. Bang. It's yeah. like, oh, my God, this is just happening. And then I went into my bedroom I, and then I started crying because I felt really upset. 
I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this again. It just feels so intense. And he was like, don't worry, I'm going to call the midwives, whatever. And then I was like on my own in the bedroom. And I just so vividly remember thinking, this is happening again. And I've got two choices. I've like, can either just go with it and like get on the treadmill and just run or because I'm on the treadmill and this is happening. So whether I like it or not, and if I keep fighting against it, I'm going to keep falling off the treadmill and getting, yeah. and then I'm going to get back on. Yeah. I always think about things as like in like pictures or like videos or whatever. So I'm like, that was like my like analogy of like me just running on a treadmill. I never run on a treadmill. And then I was like, I've just got to do it. I've just have to do, I just have to do this. I have to go with it. And I literally had had every drug with Sid. I was like a 20 year old at a rave. I was like, yeah, I'll try that. Oh yeah. Yeah. A bit of that. Can I have some of that (laughs) and that one as well? Oh yeah. Literally like nothing. John was like, I think you've got, I think we need to get you downstairs. And I think moving me downstairs, like broke my water. And then I was like, and then I just started to panic because nobody knew what to do. My sister was walking around with the blender jug full of water trying to fill up the pool. (laughs) (laughs) Were you there yet or not? Yeah, where were they? No, no. No. John's just like, I don't know what John's doing. My brother-in-law is like, literally like just... (laughs) Can't is like wants to look and support, but like can't be anywhere near me because yeah. I've like put no pants on and just a t shirt. And so he's just like walking around, like not really doing anything. No time to get in the pool, obviously, because it's not even full of water. So I'm just, it's nothing. I did nothing was prepared. We just, but then, then Debbie came that she luckily lives around the corner. And she came and she was like, like a, t- a teacher at school where everyone had been really naughty and was like messing around. She was like, what is everybody doing? Right. You do this, you do this and you do this. Really? I was like, how long? I basically screamed at her like, how long? And she was like, I can see the head. You've like got like a push in you basically. And then I, and then, and then I was on the, I think I had my head down in the sofa. I mean, I know some people thought, like, again, everything is so personal with like labor and but everything to do with pregnancy and babies but um I like find it really cathartic to like scream and so like to just basically externalize everything so I just had my like face down in in the pillow like in the on the sofa just screaming and then and then that was it two pushes and he was out oh my god that is one of the most incredible birth stories I think we've ever heard Laura that's amazing and the fact that you did it at home and I remember seeing your photo being like you were you drinking some was it tea or champagne or something in bed like afterwards just being like oh here I am with that my baby do you remember so it nice that's so nice is that what you did got into bed in into your own bed yeah I think he was born at like half past 10 I think my contraction started I think I like physically started at like 10 to 10 so it was oh so good um and um but then afterwards it was just absolutely horrible like I felt like I'd been in a road traffic accident because it happened so quickly yeah I was in so much shock I was like lost all the blood from my body like I felt I was so pale so white I was shaking and then when she wanted to hand me the baby and I was like I I was like no I don't want to touch him (laughs) sorry and I was like I'm not being weird I just I, I just I can't compose myself I just feel I just felt so weird yeah and then like had a cuddle with him obviously and then and then they're like we need to you need to pass the placenta I was like oh god that fucking thing yeah um so then I just had to sit in the downstairs toilet and that was really painful passing that oh you have no like obviously all your adrenaline's going and because you've not had anything you just like 
I don't know. It just, it, it's really sore and then you've got to pass this thing. Yeah. It's like you've reached the top of the mountain and then someone goes, oh no, hang on, you've got another one to climb now. And you think, yeah. you, you feel that like, oh, yeah, I've done totally. it. Totally. Yeah, I think yeah. in hospital, what did they give up? They give me a shot in the leg for me to pass the placenta. Is that what they normally do? Yeah, yeah, they do. It just means it comes it comes quicker. So I kind of just had to, kind of just had to, um, I had to wait. But it was, it was crazy. I feel like I've really... I just experienced two complete and two completely different births. And then when they said with Sid, right, we need you to push now. And um, I don't know if you've ever seen that episode of Ab Fab where Bubbles has got the vacuum, but the vacuum isn't plugged in and she's just making the noise of the vacuum. Zoom, <laughs> zoom. <laughs> and then, but like, I mean, it's like, darling, you've got, to, you've got to plug it in, not make the noise. And I felt just like that in the hospital pushing for Sid. I was like, oh. And then I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not I'm <laughs> yes. what I'm pushing. I'm just making this noise and I don't I don't know what's going on. But I couldn't feel a thing. Did you have an epidural? I had an epidural. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Same. Great. Oh, oh, same. One yeah, day yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All for the epidural. Loved yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You know, I insisted trying the like plethora of like drugs that was on offer before I went to the epidural. I should have just gone straight there. Straight to anyway. the epidural. Yeah. But yeah, with Remy, it was like mental. Like my body just expelled the baby. It was amazing and so mind blowing. Like I just can, I can, I, my body can physically remember what it feels like, like everything. It's crazy. Like there was just no stopping this thing. It was just like, you, I was just the vessel and my body was just expelling this baby. And like the feeling of that and it being pushed, like literally like going up and down, up and down and just passing through my body was absolutely wild and I just always think to myself like women I mean women are absolutely amazing and when anybody says to me like I'm not this isn't possible I'm like well one we're putting men on the moon and two I gave birth to, in my living room so mm. like let's just go on with it <laughs> yeah yeah Maybe, and that is, it's an absolute superpower um we we want to ask you about Glossette just tell us a little bit about that before we say but and tell us about your podcast as well because I know that you've got a billion things going on well I've got so many babies haven't I <laughs> <laughs> Glossette is a homeware marketplace that basically like aggregates all of the places that you could buy homeware on one on one platform um we've got 160 brands um we are like a editorially content um driven business it's really exciting it wasn't just the fact that I wanted to aggregate homeware and put it on you know in a, in a marketplace it was that I really want to change an industry that has been typically about one type of person and it's yeah. quite stuffy and old-fashioned and during covid uh, the expression of our personality wasn't through clothes it was through our homes you know it's a place where we want to feel real real joy and feel comfortable and happy and I really want to democratize an industry and I love working with other people and collaborating and I've just worked with these incredible brands and giving them a, a, a platform and a place to sell and have a voice is also really exciting. So there's just so many great things um, about Glassette and yeah, the podcast. So how do you, it's just the question that I get in my inbox all the time. So how do you do this? So where do you find that? So Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I thought it's such a good name for a podcast and it just kind of on a granular level talks about interiors. So it's quite niche in, you know, so how do you find a builder? So how do you choose a colour scheme? And then yep. we talk to like paint experts. I love and that. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it's 
kind of looking at things um yeah more granularly which is is kind of what I wanted to do rather it be scattergun yeah and do you know what I'm going to need yeah. that podcast because <laughs> I'm about to, we're about to start doing our house and I haven't got a fucking clue what I'm doing I'm literally like so how do you put cushions together like interiors is not my thing I've never had I've never owned my own house this is like our first big project that we're doing and oh. I'm really really excited to get cracking in fact I started painting I probably need to message you direct I started painting the other day and I was like I'm just going to tackle this room oh yeah I haven't seen an update on that no that's because it's taken me three weeks to paint two walls the other two <laughs> I've left and now I'm like I haven't got any time to do it and then I'm looking at it going I'm not sure if I can I've got the fear you know when you start something then you realize yeah. it's a really big project so mm. I've just got to knuckle down but I did really I loved doing it like it's it's a great thing that you know I'll be giving back to my house yeah, yeah. exactly I love it yeah the builders one's a really good episode actually because it just it talks about um uh from we get we we speak to a great builder and he talks about it from his point of view how to get the best out of your like your builder and what to look for red flags oh that sounds good I'm definitely gonna have a listen to that yeah amazing and we want to ask you we ask all of our guests before we We say goodbye um the best piece of advice that they have ever been given um or uh, as a new as a mum or the piece of advice that you would give to a new parent I think just always go with your gut go with your instinct it's um it's uh, everyone has an opinion don't they but just remembering that it's a really really personal journey and you just do whatever works for you whatever is best for you and some of your favorite products whether that's for you or for your kids or just absolute products that you swear by tequila (laughs) 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 me too (laughs) great lego i love lego is that one yeah that's one lego Lego. i'm not a very good mum like this you know i'm a bit rubbish and the other day i thought oh my god sid doesn't even have any shampoo i I wash her hair with my shampoo should i be washing my kids Sid's hair with kids shampoo yeah if it doesn't bring her out in a reaction i'm sure it's fine (laughs) i'm sure it's fine absolutely rubbish the other day someone said to me in the park um where where have you you lost your son's shoes and i was like no he doesn't have any You're the t- no, you're not. This is the you're type not. of mum that we love. We love. Yeah. We're terrible. But what my 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 childminder once said to me, she was like, Laura, you need to start packing snacks. And I just felt so mortified. I was like, Oh God, I don't want to be that unorganized mum that doesn't have snacks. I was like, Right, went to the car bar, like bought all the snacks. I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna have a snack bag. I'm gonna be that person. And now I am. And I'm like, have like my little cucumbers in like you know. A bag, and, yeah. and he's not got any shoes on, but he's got cucumbers and all that. That's it. You, you can't do everything. Shoes no, or you cucumbers. Can't. You can't. And we say this all the time. I took Luna to school this morning and it was Mufti Day and I took her in her uniform. And when I tipped up, they were all there in their own clothes. And I was like, oh shit, we've got the day wrong. So we had to turn around and drive back and get her changed like that. You're talking to the right That's, people. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I would have sent her and told, her, told everyone she'd come as Britney Spears. Yes, it's a great <laughs> <laughs> Just get up and then tie her shirt up. <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming on. Good luck with all of your projects and yeah, amazing bit of home birth story. I'm gonna I can't wait to listen back. Bye, uh, have a lovely day. Thanks so much for having me. Gosh, another amazing birth story. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? 50 minutes? 40 yeah, minutes? It was something like that. I mean, that is so quick. But also, you know what's really interesting as well? We talk about traumatic births and we always think that they're long. But mm. actually, sometimes if you have a really fast birth, it can be 
equally as dramatic because you do not know what has just happened. It's like, mm. you know, your body can go into shock. Um, it's the release of hormones just at that, that, that speed. We hear that quite a lot. Well, you had that because when you were induced, yeah. it happened really quickly as well, didn't it? Yeah, it did happen really quickly. And then with Gigi, it was like an hour and a half. Um but felt a bit more chilled, to be honest. Like not as intense as Axel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hasn't that flipped on its head since they've oh, become yes. tiny humans? <gasps> oh, it has. She's <laughs> definitely <laughs> paying me back now. <laughs> um, massive thank you to Laura Jackson. Of course, you can check her out and check out Glasset as well. And she's just, you know, she's in the know when it comes to interiors. So I'm sure any questions that you've got around that, fire, fire them her way. Um, and um, as always, we would absolutely love you to rate, review, subscribe, and give the podcast. A little follow and of course keep sending in your photos as well because we love seeing them yes please do and any suggestions for guests that you've got just drop us a dm we're on at made by mummers and um, we're always looking for new people to chat to and new topics to cover and we'll be back on friday made by mummers is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the wonderful charlotte mason insanity group Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.